Welcome to Weaving Healing, a judgment-free zone rooted on diverse, pragmatic resources to accompany your journey and strengthening your emotional being. If you are a Latina or Latino que habla inglés, you're home. I am your host, Lorena Saavedra Smith, an immigrant to the U.S. and a holistic therapist with years of experience supporting others to recover from trauma and grief. Bienvenido a casa. We are weaving wisdom together. Hola, hola. Qué bueno que estés aquí. Many of you listening today might have countless stories to tell about your way into a new country or a new environment. My immigration is a um, journey to America, like many others, it started way before, even way before when I arrived to the States. And it was tainted with violence, armed conflicts, poverty, persecution, a lack of access to employment and opportunities to achieve some education. So searching for a better life that can open new opportunities looked like um, the best thing to do, at least back then. I am lucky enough that on my way here, I wasn't exposed to challenging and life-threatening conditions. Although I know that some of you, especially women, that have made the transit to a new country, they didn't have, have it as easy and have to endure Life events that can be easily put in a horror movie. Facing violence, separation, detention, and the lack of basic needs, and sometimes abuse. And for that, I am so sorry that you have to go through it. Now, I want to emphasize that I am deeply grateful for the opportunities that this country has provided to me. But I can't help wishing that the immigration process wouldn't have been so painful. And today I wanted to share some of the facts and some of the untold challenges emotionally and mentally that people like me face when decide to leave everything behind. And I'm doing this not to ask for pity or boost any's, anybody's ego, but to educate and inform. Because these talks are important in any and every level in our society. And my hope is that to provide some tools that might aid 
emotional distress if you are an immigrant. And if you're not an immigrant and feel compelled to stick around and hear everything that I have to say, my hope is that you can ignite your understanding to the realities of the immigrants' experiences and the immigrants' pains, so that you will be more empathetic and compassionate towards those who have endured so much. And maybe the next time that you encounter somebody who looks like me, you feel the urge to take a moment to imagine the difficult journeys immigrants have to face rather than rushing to judgment and criticism. And to be brutally honest, I will have to take five to ten to or maybe more of these episodes to talk about the different pains that immigrants suffer. But for the sake of time and especially priorities, the urge to address the emotional well-being. Today I'm going to focus on the connection of the physical pain and emotional pain. And I bet you didn't know that there is a correlation between some of the pains and physical responses your body is showing in the way you feel emotionally. And I'm saying some pains because there are physical pains that have to be addressed with um, medical intervention. And my intention is to give these concepts that, so you can get informed and it serves you as an, informa- an informative guideline for you to make a conscious decision when it comes to your overall health. So when I say pain, I'm talking more about the heartaches that immigrants experience that goes for sure sometimes beyond physical challenges. It is the emotional weight of not knowing what the future holds in the anguish and pain of um, uncertain, in the anguish and pain of fear, especially fear of separation from loved ones, uncertainty about working permits, uncertainty about your student visa, Maybe the application of asylum. Maybe the uncertainty and fear about detention and deportation. And on top of all that, there are everyday stresses, like maybe seem minor to some, but for sure can have a significant impact on immigrants' life. Like, for example, the fear of not being able to pay rent 
to have enough to pay for utilities, or the stress of missing uh, parent-teacher meetings at your child's school because you have to work late, or that paralyzing fear to openly participate on an important meeting at work because you're not confident on your communication skills and because your English is not so good looking <laughs> and you are afraid that, or you don't want people to judge, especially your core, wor your core work is, um, you don't want them to judge because of that. I know that that one particular pretty well. I know the pain, I know the fear of that. So there are a few things that immigrants face. And for everything that I have mentioned earlier, do you really think that these stresses are enough to cause emotional instability? <laughs> of course they are, right? And I want to reassure you that although our immigration experiences might be different and the timelines to reach our legal status variates from each other and from each case, you are not feeling, your feelings doesn't make you weak or is not a reflection of you in failure. It is simply, it simply means that you're human and you're going through emotional distress just like many others. I recently came across a research that stated around 83% of immigrants have experienced the have experienced some type of trauma in their lifetimes and the and also have been found that those who have faced adversity particular during immigration journeys have higher tendency of common conditions like depression, anxiety, and post-traumatic stress syndrome, or what is called PTSD. And this is in comparison to those of the country that is hosting us. And I'm going to repeat this, it's 83%. It's a high number. Anxiety can, be cause, or can cause physical symptoms like muscle tension muscle soreness and we feel pain in the body and headaches and these symptoms are often ignored because they might seem common or because there's no time to feel those pains there's no time however anxiety can also lead to its own type of pain which can result in chronic pain. And this pain or the pain of panic attacks can cause chest pain, 
stress can lead to headaches and the constant constant tension can result into a chronic muscle pain that is why engaging or finding techniques in where you can reduce the anxiety and cope with stress is so important not only for your physical and mental stage but for your overall wellness relaxation techniques help people develop the ability to cope more efficiently with the stresses that contribute to anxiety and pain some ease um, there's some of them are easy and some very effective and they are they, they might include the conscious breathing uh, they might include techniques that can help muscle relaxation movement movement is very important movement and exercise in any way even walking and the one that i love the most one technique that can help us a lot is to reconnecting with our ancestral medicine through the contact with nature and nature experiences something that we might have done in our home countries more often another effective way to deal with anxiety is to pre re prioritize your health Yep, I'm going to say that one more time. Reprioritize your health. Your physical and emotional and mental well-being is equally important as everything else in all the working jobs that you're doing to meet your needs. And Another thing is to look for community. Look for communities and local events or local networks that often they offer some type of emotional support. There are so many community events. Having a safe place and a supportive community where you feel seen where you feel listened listened to and understand it will only open the possibilities and the opportunities for you to find your footing in the game of healing and don't feel disoriented and alone so share your feelings with people that you know and more importante Share your feelings con la gente que tú en la que tú tengas confianza and you trust. And que hayan and they have shown some care and respect for you and your individual circumstances. I remember I was very embarrassed when I started to opening up about my fears and pains about my immigration status. 
And one phrase that came that came very often.、Um, I remember my mom always saying, "Una pena entre dos es menos atroz." So share your feelings with people that you that have shown care for you. And if you cannot find any groups or any communities that might suit your needs, how about if you start your own community? Just find one or two amigas or amigos that are willing to listen to each other. And like the stories from our abuelitas used to tell us about our ancestors. And the people from the village who gather in town meetings to talk about specific situations, or they gather to help with the neighbors with their farming, healing, and weaving, and another task. Having a sense of community in which everybody is listened and supported one another is remarkable. Restorative and medicinal. There are some guidelines for having a cohesive and supportive supportive group, and I will make sure to drop the links in the description as well as the calling information for upcoming groups and community events and Latinx therapists, so you can start searching and you can start finding. Ways where you can address how you feel. Mis amores, I have been talking about the importance of recognizing and validating the struggles that immigrants face before and during the process of settling into a new environment, into a new country. We have also explored various approaches to addressing physical and emotional and mental health, and the needs for a particular for this particular group, for this particular demographic, for us as migrant immigrants. And I hope that those who have been who can relate to this experience have been have gained some helpful insights. And for those who might not have any direct experience with immigration, I, I hope that this information was or have increased your understanding and empathy towards those who have gone through so much to improve our lives. So take care of yourself. Make your health a priority, and remember that you are not alone. Until I see you again, please take care of yourself. We are weaving wisdom together.